You are a beautiful woman of God. You have your body, soul, heart, and your mind, and each aspect of you needs special attention and thoughtful, intentional care. You are listening to the Anna Zabo Show, a podcast for Christian women where we have conversations about God, gospel, and the matters of life. If you enjoy this episode, please consider posting your review on iTunes so that other women can also find this helpful content. Today, we're talking about self-care ideas, activities, tips, and plan. What is self-care? Self-care is care provided for you, by you. It's about identifying your own needs and taking steps to meet them. It is taking the time to do some of the activities that nurture your soul. Self-care is about taking proper care of yourself and treating yourself as kindly and as lovingly as you treat others. Self-care is the key to your mental health. You know how sometimes your mind just needs to be cleared, you just need a few minutes for yourself, you just need a moment, some time, just a little bit of space to relax, to recharge, to restore your sanity and energy. That's all about self-care. What does the Bible say about self-care? 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20 says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. You are God's. You belong to Him. The Holy Spirit lives in your body. Ask yourself, do I take care of my body with love and intention the Holy Spirit who lives inside me deserves? First Corinthians 10.31 says, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Ask yourself, do what I eat and how I eat give glory to God? Proverbs 11.17 says, A man who is kind benefits himself, but a cruel man hurts himself. Ask yourself, do I fuel my heart with kindness so that I can be kind to others? Or are my interactions with people annoying and hurtful? And so I hurt myself. Luke 10, 27 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. For you to love others and God you must first love yourself, according to the Bible. 
ask yourself, do I love and care for myself with all my heart and all my soul and all my strength so that I can love others and God from a place of inner abundance? James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously and it will be given to him. Ask yourself, do I spend time with God to pray and ask Him for wisdom? Since I don't have His infinite intelligence, but He knows everything. Do I ask God questions? Do I hear answers from Him to have clear direction for my daily life? And it was today, uh, by the way, I'm recording this podcast on October 29th, but it will be um, coming your way, um, I think, in a week from today, on a Saturday. So today, um, after church, I talked to my mentors and shared with them that my mastermind group is very serious. I have God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. That's what I told them. And you know what? This has been the best mastermind group I've ever had. Because I get my answers directly from the Trinity. And if you ask and you wait for answers, you will hear from God if you approach Him with pure heart. So I highly recommend talking to God, asking Him questions, asking for direction, purpose, guidance, and wisdom. There are four aspects of self-care I want to talk to you about. If you want to show up and be your best in the world, you need to practice self-care. So what exactly does it include? You need to feed your mind with devotionals, positive affirmations, inspiring success stories of others, and information that helps your brain stay engaged and creative. Listen to podcasts. Listen to YouTube videos from people who inspire and empower you. Listen to my devotionals. I have meditations out there in the world. I have biblically-based podcasts that share God's truth in a form of Affirmations that are so easy to remember. Fuel your mind with them. Just one example is, I'm loved by God unconditionally for eternity. For my salvation and life, His Son, He sacrificed. Nothing can take away from me this certainty. I am inseparable from the love of Jesus Christ. Imagine repeating this to yourself on a regular basis. That's just going to change everything for you. So remember, your mind needs to be fueled with biblical positive affirmations, devotionals, and inspiring success stories of others. You need to fill your soul with the holy truth. You need to spend quality time with God. Be quiet. Be still. Ask questions and listen, pray, worship Him. Your Heavenly Father wants to be in a relationship with you. 
And for that close relationship to happen, you must spend quality time with him, one-on-one, so that you can be filled with the Holy Spirit and hear from your Heavenly Father about your purpose, the direction of your life, the troubles you're having. You also need to take care of your heart by guarding it with discernment and wisdom you receive from God. Whenever you have heart-related questions, relationship questions, forgiveness questions, law of questions, you need to come to God and ask for wisdom, ask for discernment, and it will be given to you. And finally, you need to exercise and feed your body with healthy nutrients, healthy diet, sleep, exercise, spending time outside, are all are very important for taking care of your body. How can you come up with self-care ideas and make a self-care plan? Well, you have me to help you. <laughs> We often experience guilt and shame when we take the time to invest in ourselves. It appears as if we were stealing that time from our loved ones or careers or businesses or families. The reality is that if we don't recharge our mind, if we don't refocus on true priorities, if we don't reestablish our direction, and regain our clarity and drive, we will have nothing to give. We can't be our best in the world if we are exhausted. We can't give love and care and kindness to others out of nothingness and emptiness in us. So I created this tip sheet called 30 Awesome Ways to Love Yourself. And when I talk about loving yourself, what I mean is practicing self-care on a regular basis so that you have that abundance in you from which you can give to others. Okay, so here are my 30 self-care tips for you. If you want to get them for your daily reference, simply go to annazabo.com slash self-care, one word, annazabo.com slash self-care, and you can download a PDF to print out with this um, 30 self-care tips. Okay, you ready? Here you go. Tip sheet with 30 awesome ways to love yourself. <laughs> Number one, start each day with a positive affirmation or prayer. Example can be, I am a princess, a daughter of the king, loved and accepted, sanctified and redeemed. Number two, fill your body with food and nutrients that it needs and that gives energy for your body to be productive. Number three, drink plenty of water. Add some lemon to it for additional health benefits. 
And you know, the other thing I love adding to my water is ginger and also mint. Mmm, yum, I love it. Number four, examine your self-talk and practice my 52 devotionals. Now, if you don't know what my 52 devotionals are, you need to go to the first podcast here, um, Biblical Affirmations and What God Says About You, and you need to listen to those. Those are my 52 devotionals, the truth I found in the Bible of what God says about us, beautiful, wonderful, worthy, accepted, loved, purposeful, all those things, and I created biblical affirmations, easy to memorize so that we can confront our negative self-talk with the truth from the Bible. Okay, so again, number four is examine your self-talk so that you're aware of what's going on in your head, and then practice my 52 devotionals based on biblical truth about who God says you are and his purpose for your life. Number five, surround yourself with people who love and encourage you. People who will enrich your life. They will pour into you. They will care for you and love on you. Number six, start a Thanksgiving journal. Now, Thanksgiving journal doesn't mean it's a journal where you only write on Thanksgiving. It's a journal where you give thanks. So start a Thanksgiving journal and record your moments of gratitude there every day. That's going to change everything. This one habit is going to change your attitude. It's going to completely rewire your brain to think about positive things every day. If you're not familiar with brain's neuroplasticity, (laughs) sorry, okay, so neuroplasticity, What that means is our brain is very flexible. It can really be rewired completely. So if you have a lot of negative things going on in your head, like I did, and sometimes I do still, then with just gratitude habit, with this Thanksgiving journal, you can rewire your brain and it will focus by establishing this habit on positivity instead of negativity. Okay, number seven, end all toxic relationships. Stop your relationships with those people who suck your life out of you, with energy vampires who live and survive every day by putting you down. Build new relationships with people who enrich your life. Number eight, journal your journey. Pay attention to your feelings and emotions and feel them. And you know what? When you get into a habit of doing it, you know what's going to happen? The Holy Spirit is going to speak to you and give you good discernment. By journaling and paying attention to your feelings and emotions and allowing yourself to feel them, you're going to tune into the most important phone line, (laughs) you and the Holy Spirit. So number nine, step outside of your comfort zone and try something new so that you can live the charged life. For me, 
It was things like swimming with the dolphins or skydiving, just new things, especially the things that I'm afraid to do. Trying those things is amazing for self-care. Especially like facing your fears with courage also develops a habit of courage. That's just going to be transformational for your whole life. Okay, so number 10, embrace and love the things that make you different. You are special. You're one of a kind. God made you unique for a reason, for his purpose, for your life. It's not accidental. You haven't been just created by accident or appeared here somehow. He made you on purpose. He has a mission for you and for your life. So make sure whatever it is that makes you different, things that even make you feel crazy, things that maybe others are like, what the heck is wrong with you? Embrace those things. All of those things make you who you are. And if people cannot relate to those things in you or accept them, It doesn't matter because guess what? Their opinions don't matter to your eternity. And God did not create them that way for a reason. He has a special, unique purpose for you. So he gave you your personality, your character, your habits, your abilities, your talents. So use them well. And to do that, first embrace them. Embrace Everything that makes you different. Number 11. Create a solid connection with a spiritual source of love, wisdom, and comfort, who is our our Father God, our sovereign King of the entire universe. You must create a solid connection with Him. You must be in an intimate relationship with Him, and that requires spending time, learning who God is, learning who who you are in a relationship with Him. So make sure you take that time and be intentional about creating that solid connection between you and God. Number 12, take the time daily to calm your mind Breathe slowly, pray wholeheartedly, and meditate mindfully. I will be producing a podcast on how to pray, and I also have a podcast on breathing and calming your anxieties and focusing on peace and experiencing it. So make sure you leverage all those resources. Number 13, follow your passion. What do you love to do? What's the calling that you feel in your God? That God feeling, that something you do that makes you so passionate about life, makes you so excited, makes you just, gets you in a state of flow where you don't even care what time it is or how many hours you've been focusing on it already. Whatever that is, art, poetry, dancing, do it. Number 14, be patient, but be persistent. 
Set goals for yourself, but have grace for yourself. When things don't go wrong, don't blame yourself. Don't dwell on your faults. Forgive yourself, accept God's grace, and move on. Give yourself grace and just keep moving forward. Number 15. Be mindful of your values. Align your daily life with what's important to you and don't let others get you off track. Stay on your path. Your life is unique. You are unique. Your path is unique. Your mission is unique. Your purpose is unique. Make sure you follow your values. God did not give your values, your life, and your path to anyone but you. So be truthful to yourself and your values. Number 16. Treat others with respect, compassion, kindness, acceptance, and patience. I am not good at it at all. I'm learning and I'm practicing this and I'm just trying to even figure out how to maintain a kind attitude toward others at all times. And just one example that happened today, I actually shared it with my small group. Today is Sunday when I'm recording it and every Sunday I have my small group at church. Um, it's a woman's small group. And so today I shared with them that as I was driving there, there was a car behind me that was just like basically trying to run me over and honking at me at the same time. And there wasn't anywhere for me to go. So, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast that I have a bad habit and it's like when I just something bad happens to me, like I just show middle finger <laughs> and you know that I, um, I did practice that kind of negative behavior in my marriage last year and I regretted it highly. So it's been my goal to not show anyone middle finger anymore. And if you don't know how I grew up and that, that was normal, like cussing was the language we spoke at home, you need to go to anazabo.com slash about and to learn like why I would cuss and why I would show people my middle finger. But today I didn't because I've been very intentional about it and I've been learning kindness and trying to practice it. Um, sometimes it's really hard because we don't have enough time to kind of figure out how we should react. But today I did, but it's a journey and it's not been easy. So make sure you treat others with respect compassion, kindness, acceptance, and patience, and how is it a part of your self-care plan? Well, if you don't treat others with kindness, acceptance, compassion, patience, and respect, you will regret it because you will be beating yourself up for being rude or mean-spirited or angry or raging at people, and it's not healthy for you. So, Make it a habit to consistently evaluate, okay, am I being respectful? Am I being compassionate? Am I being kind? Because if I ask you, how do you want to show up in the world? It's highly unlikely that you will say, 
I want to show up in the world like a total jerk, you know? It's not, it's not possible that you would say it. I'm sure you're going to say, I want to show up in the world like a good human, like a true princess, a daughter of the king, royalty. I want to be kind. I want to love on others and I want to respect them and enrich their life, right? That's how treating others with respect, compassion, kindness, acceptance, and patience should totally be a part of your self-care plan. Number 17, spend time counting simple blessings every day. You know, they don't have to be complicated for me tonight because it's so cold outside and windy and in Atlanta we have high humidity. So it's literally like your blood is just freezing inside your body. And when I got home from my woman's small group um, at church, just jumping into hot shower and then my warm Victoria's Secret pajamas that like rub my body with coziness. It's like such a little big thing to be grateful for. That's what I wrote in my journal. So I, I try personally, like when I wake up and before bedtime also, I just try to write a few things down, the things that I'm grateful for, like counting my blessings. Um, even my dog Bruno, he's been an amazing companion for me. You know, just like so many times I told you about my hot tea with ginger and honey and lemon and mint, a simple blessing. That's so important to count, right? So make sure you spend time intentionally counting the simple blessings in your life. Number 18, reach out for help. Invite people into your life. Invite goodness into your life. Invite grace into your life and compassion. Allow people to be kind to you. Allow people to love on you. Connect with spiritual mentors, people who will be guiding you and kind of advising you. Now, make sure that you don't put so much trust into a human that you stop listening to what God is saying to you. Number 19, learn to say no. Set strong boundaries and don't betray yourself because of others' priorities or demands on your time or attention. So, a very interesting question. We actually talked about it um, tonight in my small group, like what are boundaries? Boundaries are behaviors you establish for yourself as a response to someone's action that you don't like or you will not accept or you cannot tolerate. So if you, let's say, if you um, let's say if you humiliate me, right, consistently, let's say you humiliate me consistently and I don't like it, I would say to you, if you humiliate me one more time like this publicly, I will walk out of the room 
and I will not be able to connect with you for two weeks because that's how long it takes me to restore my confidence after you humiliate me. So boundary is never about what you, what I want you to do. It's always about what I'm going to do in response to your action that I dislike, right? So if I said, if you humiliate me one more time, I'm going to need you to leave. That's not a boundary. I can't control whether or not you're going to leave, but I can control whether or not I'm going to leave and whether or not I'm going to pick up the phone when you call me. But first thing with boundaries is that you must clearly communicate your boundaries to others so they are aware of your boundaries, right? So don't expect them to understand somehow your boundaries. Make sure you communicate them clearly. It has to be about you and what you will do in response to an action of others you don't like and then you actually need to do it. Number 20, forgive yourself. That's a tough one. Forgive yourself the way the same way you forgive others. And I actually created a podcast on forgiveness and I'll be sharing it with you um, I think next week. So make sure you subscribe to the show and you tune in for the new episode because it's gonna be on forgiveness. But I'm going to later make a whole new episode on just forgiving yourself. But before I do that, you need to listen to the upcoming episode on just the general concept of forgiveness and what the Bible says about forgiveness and try using that technique, applying it to yourself. So forgive yourself, honor yourself, respect yourself, love yourself, and care for yourself. Number 21, be willing to feel pain and reflect on it. Analyze your past and present, not to dwell on negativity or feel self-pity, but to avoid repeating mistakes in the future. So make sure you reflect on what happened to you in the past and what's happening in the present so that you don't keep repeating the same mistakes and failures in your future. Number 22, go on a digital detox. So helpful. Every evening before bedtime, turn off all your electronic devices and have a quiet time. Have you time. You deserve you time. You deserve quietness. You deserve peace. You deserve time to recharge and to restore your sanity. Number 23. Give up the need for approval from others. They have their own insecurities. Stop worrying and obsessing about what everybody thinks about you. You have your own thing going on. You have your own purpose. God has your own path for you in life. Make sure you're listening to Him and not worrying too much about others' opinions of you. Number 24, find happiness, joy, bliss, and peace with yourself and nurture it. 
cherish it, know how to access it when you need it. And you know my story, if you listen to my first podcast here or you, you read anazabo.com slash about, you know that I struggled with sexual addiction and I felt so miserable. And I shared with you that I was just saying to my friend, I just hate being in my own company and anywhere I go, I follow. There is no escape. And I said, I feel like all I want is just a vacation from myself. Since 2014, I learned how to have peace with myself, have joy being in my own company, how to be happy with myself, how to like myself. And I don't like myself all of the time because... Sometimes I do things that are mean-spirited. And one example, you know, for sure, and that is me sending to Michael, who was my husband at the time, it was last year for Labor Day, middle finger pictures and just saying really mean things to him, which I cannot repeat because it will... um, Not good for this podcast, not appropriate, but mean-spirited things, you know, and then when I do it, I don't like myself at all. I'm displeased with myself, but I don't dwell on it and I don't continue self-condemnation, vicious cycle. I just reach out for God's grace. And of course, as the Bible asks me, um, you must confess your sin and ask for forgiveness and repent. And so I confessed this to Michael in writing and in person, and I asked him for forgiveness, which he never gave to me, but it doesn't matter because you just need to do the right thing. That's the only thing that matters to your eternity. And then you need to repent. Repentance is not an event, it's a process. I do not want to send mean-spirited things and middle-finger pictures to anyone or show my finger to anyone but sometimes when I'm in traffic and a huge truck is pursuing me and honking at me and like trying to run me over even now sometimes I do like it comes up you know I would see myself showing my middle finger and I'm like girl just don't do it again that's not how you want to shop in the world you know so Make sure you find happiness, joy, bliss, and peace with yourself and nurture it, but it doesn't mean that you will have it all the time. Cherish that with yourself and know how to access it. Okay, number 25. Get creative and express yourself in whatever way you like. For me, you already know it's poetry. And I share my poetry here in this podcast. Um, The poetry has been a gift to me. The first poem I ever wrote, it was the day before um, our divorce mediation this year, 2017, on March 6th. It was a Sunday. I just woke up at 4 a.m. with this poem dwelling in my body. And that poem was called... um, I am your princess, 
and I shared it here on the podcast with you. And I also, I think I published it. If not, I'll publish it um, after this episode. I'll publish it separately so you can save it if you want and just listen to it. But you know that this year I went through two divorces. Um, I was I got married last year. My husband, Michael, abandoned the marriage and traded me in for a bicycle. He told me, this is my bicycle, my other wife I cheat on you with, and he filed for divorce. He told me he was no longer interested in our marriage. That was four months after our wedding. And that all he wants is to be an Iron Man and compete in Kona. <laughs> So from all that pain and depression and suicidal thoughts I experienced, I think this is the gift that God blessed me with. So I've been writing poetry about all of these aspects of my healing process and my painful journey, marriage and forgiveness, praying for my husband, um, who I am in Christ and declarations of God's goodness. This all have been just poems from God coming out like rivers of living water that are mentioned in um, the Bible. So whatever it is for you, make sure you get creative and make sure you express it. Number 26, don't dwell on your wounds. Learn from your mistakes and bad experiences. Forgive and move on. So for me, you know, I've been working, since last year, I've been working on forgiving Michael for all the mental cruelty, for all the divorces, for tens of thousands of dollars I had to get um, to spend just on this process, it, just very painful. And for him betraying me, rejecting me and giving up on our marriage. Um, dwelling on things like this is not helpful. Unforgiveness is a prison you are in and it's poison you are taking and it's not helpful for you. So that's why don't dwell on your wounds. Learn from your mistakes, forgive and move on is a very important aspect of self-care. Self-care, it's essential for your mental health because unforgiveness and dwelling on my wounds led me into severe depression and suicidal thoughts. Number 27, take care of your body, exercise, eat healthy, sleep well, and unplug regularly. Now, Sleeping can be hard sometimes, and what I found very helpful for myself just recently um, are essential oils. Essential oils such as lavender, chamomile, mint, I use them on a daily basis, and they work magic. Also, what helps me sleep is a humidifier. Um, humidifier is super helpful because it 
allows the air to be good quality and also I have a humidifier where I can put a few drops of essential oils and it makes such a difference. But also help with sleep on warm bedtime showers and that gratitude journal I recommended earlier. Thinking positively and giving thanks before bedtime can really make a difference in your sleep. And of course, meditation. Meditation, I feel like a secret to good, peaceful rest and mental health, really. Last December was the most difficult time for me in my journey of this marriage with Michael. Um, because in November, after he filed for the... So Michael filed for the first divorce four months after we got married, which was September uh, 25th. I was served with the first divorce summons. So we started on that divorce. It was very expensive, so painful. I was severely depressed. In November 2016, he asked me to reconcile, and I said yes. In December... Just a few weeks later, he basically abused me. It was a terrible night, December 5th, and I had to move out of the house for a couple of weeks to put my head back together and be in a safe place. And December was the hardest for me. So as I look at my meditation analytics, that's when I started, and meditation made such a difference for me. That's why today I give back by producing meditations. So, take care of your body, exercise, eat healthy, and sleep was your number 27. Number 28, ensure your spiritual and emotional health. And for that, you need to get involved in a community of like-minded people go to church, be a part of, I don't know, church groups or however however you want to plug in and connect with people who will enrich your life and just help you walk your walk and support you, you need to do that for yourself. Number 29, maintain a list of priorities to help you in daily decision-making and don't let others steal your time, focus, clarity, energy, and your attention. Your attention is the most scarce asset you have. Attention span of a human being today is 8 seconds. That's 1 second less than that of a goldfish. <laughs> so make sure you are clear on your list of actual priorities so that you can focus and don't let others steal that from you. And finally, number 30, have fun. Feel your emotions. Live life to the fullest. Build your future success in your present right now. If you needed someone's permission, this is it. You have it. So essential to your self-care is creating time for you to spend alone with you. You time, alone time. Spending time alone is very important when you want to hear from God or generate new ideas or reflect on your life and experience breakthroughs and healing. 
That's why I created the must-have checklist of 10 ways to enjoy your own company. And for me, this has been a breakthrough because you already know from my story that I hated spending time with myself. I wanted a vacation from myself, but now I truly enjoy my own company. I really, really do. So if you want me to share it with you for printing, if you want to have it like a PDF document for yourself, you can simply go to anazabo.com slash self-care as one word and you can download it there as a PDF to either print or just keep it on your phone to look at it on a regular basis. Okay, so you ready? Here's my must-have checklist of 10 ways to enjoy your own company. Number one, make yourself a healthy breakfast. Set it up on a tray beautifully and eat in bed. You know how we like when someone gives us breakfast in bed? Why wait for someone? Why not give yourself a breakfast in bed? I do it on a regular basis. I can actually share a picture with you. Yeah, I'm going to post a picture on anazabo.com slash self-care. I'm going to post a picture of my... Uh, breakfast in bed I make for myself. The first time you do it, by the way, that's why I'm laughing. The first time you do it, it feels so crazy. It's like, am I insane? What's going on with me? And then you get into this relationship with you where you enjoy your own company and you're like, why would I do this? I did that for Michael very often, breakfast in bed. And Michael also did it for myself for checkbox so that later he can tell his friends and I saw that um, text message one time. He said, that's how it's done. Today I made breakfast in bed for her. And here's what else I did for her. And he would like brag on himself about that. <laughs> but um, genuinely wanting to love and practice kindness towards, some towards someone can help us you know, make that experience for them. But why not for myself? Why not for you, right? Number two, take a peaceful walk and breathe slowly. Look around and just be. Look up. Notice the sky. If you live near the water, that's the best. I live near the water and I love spending time on the river. And like go there and have breakfast with all the birds that are hanging out there and all the squirrels and other animals, turtles, you know, I love it. Just noticing these things, that's amazing. Number three, treat yourself for a movie and then do a little shopping for something you wanted for a while. It doesn't have to be big, you know, for me, like it can be chocolate. I love chocolate, but I don't buy it often because otherwise I eat it. So, like, if I want to make it special, I can go to the movies by myself and then go buy myself some chocolate. All right, number four, cook a healthy dinner for yourself. Dress up, decorate your dining room with candles and flowers, and enjoy your own company. Have a date with yourself. Number five, 
read your favorite book at the park or near the pool or on a rooftop somewhere. Or for me, that's on the river. I go there and sit on a chair and just breathe and enjoy, listen to some peaceful music and, and read. Sometimes I would cry. <laughs> Sometimes people would want to talk with me and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not available for talking. I don't say it out loud. I just pretend like I don't hear them with my earphones. But reading quietly in your favorite place, whichever place gives you that nice view you really enjoy, you got to do it for yourself. It's like a date with yourself. Quality time. Number six, take a trip to the beach and rent a bicycle there. I love doing it in Hilton Head. I love going to Hilton Head and staying in Marriott and um, renting a bike and riding a bike in the water is like my favorite thing to do. Or treat yourself for helicopter ride. I did that in Florida and I was so spooked when I saw all the sharks that literally hang out like near the people swimming there. It was scary, but it was also awesome. Number seven, try swimming with the dolphins. A heavenly experience I had in 2014. I highly recommend it. And number eight, go skydiving. Be bold. Create amazing memories for yourself. I actually did that in 2014, and I loved it. I have a video of it. I have a video of both swimming with the dolphins and skydiving. So I'm going to post uh, those two videos for you at anasabo.com slash self-care. One word, okay? Um, so that was number eight. Number nine, learn something new online on YouTube, on udemy.com on lynda.com, linkedinlearning.com. Just go and find resources that inspire and encourage and just enrich your men mentally. Remember we talked about challenging your brain and ensuring that your brain stays engaged and creative? You got to learn something new on a regular basis. It's healthy for you. And number 10, get a massage or manicure or pedicure or make a trip to luxury spa for a VIP facial. That's my favorite thing. Self-care prevents you from overstressing, experiencing a burnout, exploding with anger or having depression. One important aspect of self-care and your mental health is forgiveness, which allows you to release your burdens of bitterness and resentment. So in the next episode, we will talk about forgiveness. I already promised you that. We'll talk about its meaning, its value, and its step-by-step -step process and biblical truth about forgiveness. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to post your review. And I know there are hundreds of you who already downloaded this podcast. I know my podcast is now being downloaded in Italy, Kazakhstan, Ukraine. Mo the majority of downloads are still happening in the United States, but I know you guys are listening to me 
all around the world, even in South Africa, I saw in my analytics. That's amazing. Please go ahead right now and right after this podcast ends, go post your review. Your voice really matters. And that's exactly how you can help other women find this podcast. And here's a new poem I wrote for you to help you make a self-care plan. You ready? Practicing self-care brings inner peace. As trials and challenges you daily bear, your satisfaction with life to increase, you for yourself must proactively care. Intentional self-care includes healthy sleep, nutrition and fitness and time outside, practicing mindfulness and breathing deep, helping your mind and in peace to abide. Self-care requires also remembering who you are, whose you are, and why you're here. When life gets too tough and when you're trembling, focus on prayer and God who is near. Self-care includes the things you love doing, cooking and reading, applying a hair mask, writing and journaling, comedy viewing, or simply completing a homemaking task. Going to church, talking with friends, getting your nails done, visiting spa, kayaking, hiking, the list never ends. You deserve you time to sharpen your saw. You deserve quietness. You deserve peace. You deserve space for mindful awareness. Your overall health will surely increase as your mental health has an impact tremendous. Practicing self-care, you can recharge. You can regroup and attend to your heart. Of your mental health, you are in charge. Make a self-care plan and practicing start.